Black Men Podcast. Walk with me. Let it ride. Welcome to episode 31 of the Black Male Podcast. This is our Tuesday podcast. TS is who I am. Trey, that is who I am. <laughs> Yo, we're sorry that we did not have a Friday podcast. We had some technical difficulties, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the great thing is we're twice a week, so we right back at it like we never left. You know what I mean? Most definitely. Right back at it like we never left. So I, I kind of changed my setup a little bit, man, because I'm working in working on my office. Uh, you know what I mean? And um, because I've been working on the backyard and all that stuff, and my off my office been kind of junky. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm kind of rearranging things. I added a second monitor for my big computer because I got a lot of projects I got to work on. I got your documentary. I, I'm trying to wrap up next month. <clears throat> um, and then I got to finish up my documentary on on Black Fathers. And then I plan on shooting a short film um, in April. Dope, dope, dope. So short film will be starting to get shot in April. So, I, and I'm gonna talk to you about that because I think I'm gonna change direction a little bit on the short film. And I'm gonna I'm holler at you, I think. I think, I think Uh-oh, you'll, I think you'll talk play, to him. I think you'll play a good um, pivotal piece in this. Pivotal. And, and it'll be something different for you too. It'll step out the okay. norm. It'll step out the norm a little bit. You okay. Know what I mean? <clears throat> I think it'll be fun. Most definitely, always. Is. I got always. two. I got two short films I want to do. One, one is a horror film. Oh, that I think will be fire, fire, because it's an introspective type thing. And then mm-hmm. uh, another one is more of a funny, you know, play around type situation. But we'll okay. talk. About, we'll talk about it off off air. So, man, how's everything sure? going on with you? Yo, everything lovely, man. A couple snacks during the week, but you know that's life. Sometimes right. things happen to let you know you still live there. That's factory. That's pure facts. No. <laughs> you definitely got to go through a few things to make sure they understand you still living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, no complaints. Elevation, man. Sometimes things go slow. Sometimes they go a little bit quicker. You got to stay disciplined and keep it going. I agree. I agree. Definitely got to stay disciplined and keep it going, man. <laughs> Shit, man. We're going to jump right into the show, man. It's Tuesday episode. Um, Yo, NBA is back in full effect, um, as you can see. You know what I'm saying? The game's been looking pretty good. Um, the Lakers got their ass busted by um, – well, they didn't get busted. They lost by three um, to the um, Clippers. <coughs> uh, Westbrook, I, I just – I hate watching him play now, sir. I was a big fan of Westbrook, bro, but now I just Everybody was. hate Everybody watching was. him play. Well, he's in a bad position. You know what I mean? He's a guy that's played point – his whole career, I think he's better off at this point playing it too. Yo, he, he has a ball in his hands too much. He, he has a ball in his hands too much. Yeah, I agree. And he got. He has to come off the ball. He got to come off the bench. He's not gonna do it. Hey man, he's not gonna do it willingly. He has to come off the bench if he's on a contender. Right. The Lakers have so many problems. So that's just not where he needs to be. No. He has to be somewhere where there aren't any problems. Either there aren't any problems. Or he's the best player on his team. One or the other. Yeah, all of it bad. Dealing with it. And if he's the best player on your team, he'll still drop thirty, but he'll just get the pop in the back every once in a while. Oh, dribble off his foot. When he but him, it, has, it has to be mental, bro. It has to be mental. When he take a shot, you could tell there's no confidence in his shot anymore. Like it's none. It's absolutely zero confidence because when he he doesn't he doesn't you know he, you don't he don't drop it. He you know how they just he push just it out it. like that. He throws it. It's like what the fuck are you doing, bro? And then he looks like he don't give a fuck. He's mad at you because you mad at him for doing that shit. Dog, LeBron, that motherfucker passed the dog. Even the it was a fast break. Westbrook got the rebound. LeBron on the on on the on, on the run. He's gone. This motherfucker threw the you know, you do a lead pass. This nigga threw a bullet 
super lead pass. Well, LeBron was reaching for this motherfucker, like, and then the shit went out of bounds. LeBron looked at him like, God damn, he's a my bad man. I'm like, God damn, my nigga, you a point guard? The problem is everybody loves Westbrook and his energy, and LeBron is thinking like that energy would be what him and Anthony Davis would need. In theory, that was a good thought. Yeah. But we have to we have to judge people for what they are now, not what we <laughs> want them to be based on what they used to be. Don't get your girl from high school because she used to make you feel good when you was 18 thinking she's going to be good for you at 40. Nah. It's not the same thing, man. We got to remember Russell Westbrook for what he was because he has never elevated his game mentally. He used to just be so dominant athletically, this other shit didn't matter. He's not that guy anymore. He can't blow by you for the whole game. Every once in a while, you'll see a spurt where he just blows by people. You're like, damn, bro, still got it. Or he'll come through the lane and dunk it on somebody. Like, damn, I, bro, still I got it. I think he does that too much still. I think he does that what? way too much still. That blow does by shit. He, he's moving too much. He's too much energy. Because he's still blowing No, but I'm people. saying he used to effectively do it. Okay, okay, okay. Now he does it and he misses the layup. I, if I blow past you, it means nothing if I don't finish my breakfast. This nigga needs food on the table the whole game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to finish your plate, man. <laughs> You're right. You got to definitely finish your breakfast. That nigga. Russell, bro, by you. You be like, ooh, then when you throw that finger roll up, it's an air ball. Yeah, instead of just dropping that shit in, bro. Just drop it in, bro. I don't want him on my team. That's all I can say. <laughs> you don't want him on the Knicks? Nah, I've been a Russell Westbrook fan for Bro, like Bro, <clears throat> they showed something where they talked about the Knicks. They had the opportunity to get Marvin Bagley the third, and they turned it down. And he over there, a lot of people. He on my Pistons kicking ass right now. Boy, I love every bit of it. So. He, needed a, um, he needed a new environment. There's a lot of players that need a new environment. But you and I sit on the couch watching basketball. Our opinions are very limited. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars to find talent, recruit talent, and find these hidden gems. Right, right. So there's no excuse for some of these players just falling under the cracks, man. Yeah, I agree. Players all the time leave a team because they think they're done or they think they don't have nothing left. Then they go somewhere else and it's like, oh, shit. Yep. Because it's like, I don't judge nobody that's that's on the Kings. Like, I I feel like damn that everybody. It's kind of hard. I feel like everybody that's on the Kings are good as soon as they leave. Buddy Hill would, would be phenomenal for the Lakers. He would have been phenomenal. They should have they, they got him. Yeah, they should have. They should have got him. If you got AD and LeBron, you don't really need another superstar. Dog, you need pieces. Dog, they could have got DeRozan. DeRozan said all he wanted was that fourth year. They didn't win, win Bro, give listen, him the fourth year. And look at him now. He over there, he gotta, over there with I the Bulls busting ass. Yeah, but I had to make a confession. Nick's had a chance to go after DeRozan also. Uh-huh. I ain't want him. Why? When he was playing with the Spurs, he just didn't seem the same. Granted, that, that system is different. It didn't fit him. Okay, come on now. I'm finna say this is Spurs. The Spurs is like fit him. The, the Spurs is like a, a team where in this system, he's a one-on-one ISO kind of guy. And they suck the life out of you. But, yeah, they can't. They can't because you almost have to be a slave to the system. Yep. But this man has took his one-on-one talents to another level. Really. Not saying he wasn't good before. He was always an all-star. Now, he never takes a bad shot. Nope. That is crazy. And mid-range. He don't care about none That's of that. That's my point. None He's of that elevated. point shit. He mid- hey, I'm a mid-range destroy you to death. I talk to you about mid-range all the time. People act like mid-range ain't good no more. Still two points, man. Let's get it. You give that boy the ball and clutch. How you gonna defend him? You can't. We gonna double team him? Nope. He gonna take two dribbles to the right, spin back to the left. He might stay there. He might spin back. Yep. And when he fade away and shoot, his vertical still forty something. Yep. Or he might. <laughs> or if he spin, he might dunk on your ass. You might want to watch out below. He don't dunk as much as he used to, but he will do it. But see, the Lakers would have had him; they'd have been better off the rest of them. Yep. Way better off. Yep. And LeBron can take a break because he gonna go because DeRozan can go get you thirty easy. LeBron said he playing till this son get to the league, bro. I don't see that shit. Bro. I you know what I think he was doing, which I think is strategic. I think it, that, that motherfucker just bought his son a, a um a um a NBA contract. 
Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. D-Wade's son is in the G League right now, too. So Right, right. But LeBron bought his son a NBA contract. I mean, D-Wade doesn't have the same power as LeBron because he's not playing anymore, too. Yeah. But I'm saying, LeBron can play a couple more years. Yeah. But the ugly thing about it is, do you want people are saying, no, people are saying, wouldn't you want LeBron to come to your team by just, you know, drafting the son? By the time the son is eligible for the draft, It'll be like three years from now, won't it? Because he's a nope. junior. Nope. After next year, you can go. And he's a junior. Yeah, but you can go to. You can go. You can go. Um, no, he'll be. Yeah, he is a junior, so he'll be a senior. This college. See, that's one year, and then one to year come college, one year of college. Or he can go straight to the G League, one or the other. Right, right. But you still got to play in the G League this unless, next amount of time. Unless, I think they're gonna end up changing it. No, no, no. If they change you, it, he he only spend, you only got to spend one year in the G League. But so it's two years from now, two years removed. Yep, yep two years. Yep, you're right. So it'll be the, the third year. You're right. Yeah, you was right. Yeah. So <laughs> come on, two more seasons of LeBron, the third year. That's gonna be forty. LeBron will be fifty-five. <laughs> 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 is, is, is it worth it with LeBron at forty? Nah, it ain't, bro. I don't know, man. I, I mean, so. as far now, nah, if my team sucks, I would do it because I need to sell some tickets. Yeah, economically, that should yeah. make sense. But I need to sell some tickets. I need to, I need to sell some merch. LeBron, we're gonna sign you for two years. Let's get the merch up. Let's get the tickets up. You know what I'm saying? Let's get the ad revenue and all that shit up and popping. We're gonna keep you some for two years. After that, I don't know. Hey, honestly, I think the the child that's gonna be the one that's gonna really be good in the NBA is gonna be Bryce. I mean, I've heard that. Bryce, said is, that before. Bryce is already taller than his brother. Okay. And at least, I think, four years younger. I mean, from what I heard, as far as the, the numbers and the stock, Bronny's stock is kind of going down as far as the numbers. Hmm. But it ain't hard for your stock to go down or nah. go back up. Nah, I, go back I, I up think next week. From the games I've seen, he's been looking good. I think his Man. son, his dad putting too much light on him, though. I think I that mean, also. Because bro, he said games. He said games. He's only had six points. <clears throat> but it ain't about points, bro. What else are you doing? What he else, wasn't doing anything. He said games when he was a dud. What else? My son keeps up with that. My son keeps up with it. He said games. He was a dud, bro. He's had some games where he's played very well. Right. He's on a pretty decent team too, so it's not like yeah, they need him. That's another thing. <clears throat> so that's you want a stack team like that? My thing is high school. Honestly, don't mean shit. Because if you play a year oh, in college, yeah. you play a year yeah. in college, and then your numbers could look dramatically different a year in college. And some players that were great in high school, trash in college, are awesome NBA player. Then there's players that were trash in high school, great in college, phenomenal NBA player. Well, it's, it's, it's all in the fit, too. You can even look at the people that have come from HBCUs. Like a Charles Oakley. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or Ben Wallace. Yep. Sometimes it's a, it's a fit. Yep. And with Bronny, it's like, what position is he going to play? He's going to have to play point guard because he's only 6'3". He's going to have to, but yep. point guard is tough. The boy can defend. He's a pretty good defender. On a high school level. You said yourself, high school don't mean shit. I know, shit. but Come once on, we see it. college, once you see college, we, we judging the child based off of high school numbers. I understand your optimism. Hey, niggas said that about LaMelo Ball. He no, they didn't say it about LaMelo. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I don't know who the fuck said no, that. That was been nice. They were shitting on LaMelo from, from high I school. Am, I have never bad-mouthed that nigga. You have I knew he was going to be nice. I've been following that nigga for, for a long time, and they've been shitting on him in high school. And I will ask anybody. On him when he went overseas. And then now what part of his game? Right. I would ask anybody. Mm -hmm. What part of his game did you think he wouldn't be a All-Star? Right. What part? It's a lot. They didn't. They didn't think he shot well. They didn't think he ball handled well. Well, oh, I'm telling you, the the stat report on on him was not the stat, but the the breakdown about him was that he wasn't a great ball handler. His decision making wasn't all that good. He was a good passer, but his decision making wasn't all that good, and his um and his and his shot wasn't good. What 16 year old basketball player makes good decisions? There we go. Okay, there, thank you. So the same, Calm down, the same man. reasoning for Bronny James, because he's only 16. Oh, 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 oh. 
He's only Avello. 16. Avello was a generational talent, man. Come on, slow down. <laughs> he wasn't no generational talent. I mean, he is a generational he talent. He is now. We know what he is now, but at the time, he wasn't. Man, he wasn't playing against any competition. He had, like, what, 100 points in the game? Come on, son. And all of them. He, like, he had, like, 91. All And all the people he was playing against was super scrubs, son. And then he went to a pro league out there. Man, you can go out there and play right now. Them dudes was trash. Now, that Australia Pro League is one of the best pro leagues out. What, the first one he went to? Oh, so that first one? No, 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 no. Me and you could go out there right now. Yeah, and, rack up numbers. <laughs> we call that bitch rack up numbers. That shit in the way he was at. That shit was in Austria or some shit. We called, <clears throat> no, I can go put up 20 and 10 right now in that league. Me and you, bro, we be dynamic duel out there, Shaq and Kobe. We Shaq I'm and I'm Kobe. I'm going to eat a bucket of ice when the game is over. Oh, but no, I'm about to lay in a pool of ice after the game is over. And icy yeah. hot. And, and about 10 damn Tylenols. But, but look, you see what New Orleans did with your man Zion, man? I ain't feeling that, man. I ain't like that shit at all, son. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it was funny either, bro. I ain't think it was funny. I ain't like nothing about it, son. I ain't like if somebody would have said that about a woman or made a flow like that about a woman, it would have been an outrage. I'm trying not to get into that. That subject. Oh, see why? Then you got the words on the side saying, I'm hungry. Yeah, I was mad as fuck. Setback. Supersize. Yeah. You got them surrounded by fried foods. Mm -hmm. And a picture of them is a bloated Michelin man like dude. Mm -hmm. But of course, everybody on the float is wearing a mask. Yep. And then they're calling them one time. Yep. Why would I come back and play for y'all? The boy is out of there. I think he fronting on his injury. Yeah, I do too. <clears throat> Me personally. I told you he want to get back with RJ, and now they got Cam over there. They try to get back. They gonna put, I'm telling you. <laughs> they ain't going to do well under no Tibbs, though. Sure. Nah, we're going to fire Tibbs. Fuck that. He's gone. <laughs> but, yo, these young niggas are bad petty, bro. I'm oh, telling yeah. you, they're petty. Oh, yeah. That's like, that's like us being in the league being like, yo, fuck that shit. I ain't got no friends, man. We might go to the same team. Yup. And they got the power to do it. Yeah, I love it, bro. Me personally. I love it, bro. <laughs> I love the game. I ain't worried all, about the All that shot. goofy shit that these old niggas, it is no, it's not competitive. Everybody like each other. So fucking what? All you niggas liked each other too. And that shit don't mean nothing. A lot of you motherfuckers played together in the off season as well. We just didn't have social media. Yeah, yeah. Everybody went to the bar to get a drink after the game also. We just didn't have footage. Thank you. That's all. Like Bird said, after that game, he wouldn't got a bill. Easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, dude, when I was playing ball, our rival school was not far from us. Though. All of us used to hang out with each other. All no, no, we no, were close no, friends. No, no. Ain't nobody was fucking with each other, man. Ain't nobody like no other area could fuck with each other. We was on it, but when we stepped on the court, we just bust each other ass because we gave each other something to talk about later when we saw each other. I'm like, yeah, man, I bust yeah. your ass, like, man, shut yeah, that shit best, up. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? the best example, the best example, best example. I remember it was like Magic and Isaiah. See? Because at one time they were like brothers. But when they got on the court, Magic used to beat the fuck out of Isaiah, bro. Yes, he did. Ain't he used to I wake know. Isaiah up every game with a hard foul. Every game. <laughs> Isaiah be like, oh, shit. That's, okay. That's what, what we, we doing? doing? Yeah. And Isaiah was right back at his ass. Man, Magic look at him like, yeah, that's what we doing. And I love that I shit. I mean, it's competitive, man. Isaiah, yeah, my favorite point guard of all time. Really? Yep. And and that could be okay. some that could be some Detroit bias, but I love floor generals, and to me Isaiah epitomizes a floor general. Yeah, but nobody can really debate that because Isaiah is a great. It's crazy you talking about floor generals. There's one point guard my son cannot stand. Who? 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 Maurice Maurice Cheeks. Yeah, I don't like Maurice Cheeks neither. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is he in the Hall of Fame? What did he do? I'm with your son. I be trying to debate him. Cause I just be trying to play devil's advocate. I I, I don't disagree. Reese Sheeks was very average. Yo, very, very. He average. cannot stand the fact that Reese Sheeks is in the Hall of Fame, bro. <laughs> That's how I know your son knows sports. Because the no, man, he know who, to he be know mad who. about Maurice Cheeks, you, nah, got, like you gotta be another level sports fan, son. He brings it up so often. I'm like, bro, why don't you leave him alone? He's like, no, I'm tired of this, man. Yo, it's hey, bullshit. Yo, <laughs> yo, next time I see your son, yo, I'm gonna have that debate with him just cause. I'm yo, a, if you bring up if you bring up Mo Cheeks, he gonna get tight. I'm gonna I'm bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up. I'm like, yo, Mo, I'm like, buddy, you know, man, my favorite point guard is Maurice Cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna clown the fuck out of you. Shit. 
I was just, he do not like I was just throwing mad random stats just for the hell of it, dog. He was he was a floor general though. He was a floor general. He definitely was. I don't know about that Hall of Fame shit though. I he played with some great thing. stuff. You talking? About he played with Doc. He played with Moses Malone. Yep. <clears throat> dog, that's seventy five list that they dropped during the All Star break. Um. I'm cool with and I'm not cool with at the same time because of the, these reasons. Some of the players that they had, like, from the, the current age players, like, I don't think deserve to be – like, Anthony Davis does not deserve to be a part of the 75 best NBA players. I think people still judge them through the lens of what they expect to see. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's fair to put them on there based on talent. Nope. Because still, Tracy McGrady wasn't on there, was it? That's what I'm saying. T-Mac wasn't on there. Yeah. I don't think Vince Carter was on there either. Nope. So, I don't see how AD is on there over there. I don't think AD should be on there over Kyrie. Was Grant, was Grant Hill there? I don't remember. But they like Grant Hill, though. So, they I can do. see him being there. But I don't think he was. Even when he played for the Phoenix Suns, he was good enough to be there. This is after, after the hops was after gone. 40 injuries. And he still dunked on a few people. People better stop acting like they don't remember what he did as a piston. Bro. Litany. Man, it was different, bro. But I love what Isaiah Thomas said. He was like, yeah, you was great, but y'all ain't win nothing. <laughs> He's like, y'all ain't win nothing as a piston. He was right. True. He was right. He was damn sure right. But it was like, and then and then um he said, he was like, we ain't had a team for that. Like, we ain't had no team. We had the coach. Yeah, but I, I get it, but Isaiah's a great. I yes. seen the game where he played on one ankle, but I'm just saying, let's not act like Isaiah didn't have a squad. Oh, Isaiah had a squad, son. Like, come on. The bad boy, <laughs> the bad boy Pistons days was phenomenal, son. His two guard is a Hall of Famer. And nobody ever talks about him. Dog, his 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 um what, three, four guard is a Hall of Famer. Four um, big man. Dennis Rodgers. But I'm saying nobody talks about Joe Dumas. <laughs> Joe Dumas. I don't know why. Because it wouldn't have been no Isaiah without no Joe. This is my point. I said after like Grant Hill had none of that. Nope. Who knows who? I don't even Grant know who Hill, played with Grant Hill. Grant Hill had fucking um Stackhouse. He's a talent. That's what I'm saying. That shit wasn't nothing. You know, basketball is different. You got talents and you got champions. Stackhouse is just a talent. That's it. Not really a guy you. Not really a guy you win with. I'm not saying that. We ain't had no point guards. Just, nah, fuck all that, man. What? We disrespect respectfully. Like you just have to. That's 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 not even disrespect though. You just, you're not a champion. You're nope. a great ball player. You're just not a champion. Nope. There's a lot of ball players like the hell. Carl Malone wasn't a champion. Nope. But he's a he's a Hall of Famer. Most definitely, deservedly. Him and John Stockton ran a pick and roll better than anybody I've ever seen. Every anybody. The motherfuckers. They said pick and roll your ass hey. to death and score every time. And they, and you know they're gonna do it too. You know it. You know where the ball going. They said John Stockton's the dirtiest player to ever play in the game. I believe it. <laughs> Little ass nigga. I <laughs> but I like Hornacek, bro. <coughs> the two no, I don't like that nigga, man. He like... came and fuck my nicks up. <laughs> yo, he was the man, son. Yo, he came and fuck my nicks up. Bitch ass coach, see man. Stockton was like, yo, Stockton, Stockton, Stockton. But Hornacek was over there fucking niggas up, dog. Hornacek is proof, Kyle, you don't need to just sign a bunch of superstars. Yep. Hornacek did what he did, and he did it well. Yep. For when years. the offense breaks down and he's opening the corner, he's consistently making that shot. That's it. And his ball handling wasn't bad. He gets you ball open. He, he moved around now. He did his thing over there with he, them jazz, man. He did what he had to do. Yeah. Today's game don't have a lot of those kind of plays. Everybody want to be a star. Everybody think they still Curry. Yeah, I ain't even gonna go on the fact that nobody plays defense because nobody plays defense. If you got, it's damn near. If you got one good defender on your team, man, you good. You're right. Like I keep telling people, when Ben Simmons gonna court the Nets, that's gonna be a different team, man. Bro, they sleeping because <clears throat> he he defends. Anybody tell me he don't just don't know basketball. They only got 20 more games left, so he better jump out there soon. You said, now it's back back. Yeah, I saw that shit. And they the AFC. Yeah. And they the AFC. Kind of happens when you don't, kind of happens when you don't play in two years. That's okay. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on, man. He played last year. It was just this year. What are you talking about? <clears throat> Bro, you 6'9". 
You ain't played in a long time, bro. You gonna right. get some extra plays. You okay. ain't no regular height. Nah, Your ass been home playing Call of Duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lower back hurt like a boy. He ain't been out getting he even out getting massages. He jawed from one end of the court to the other. He said, Oh, lower back spasms. Exactly. <laughs> he said, Oh, I'm not in shape. I don't think I'm ready. Instead of get his bum ass on the bike and, and make it make it shake, man. I'm about to play something, man. Uh, this is from your man. Hold on. Let me turn this up. Uh -oh. Why? What do you mean? Well, because, you know, come nah, on. Sure. I don't have female. I don't. I'm. I'm incapable of that. Why? What do you mean? Well, because you know. Come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't. I don't really have female friends because look. Okay, let's get rid of this myth <laughs> I right here. Know why. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There are some guys somewhere saying, "Yeah, I'm. We're friends." No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack the moment he gets the opportunity. Because we're guys. And 99.9% uh, .9 of us think that way. I don't have. Before I answer, what are your thoughts on that statement? <coughs> Cap. <laughs> <laughs> A whole fitted cap. <laughs> that is his perspective. That's why I'm not mad at him. He did say that. He said his perspective. But for you to say 99%, if I'm only 1%, hey, I'll be that 1%. But... I think that's a problem with a lot of men, man. You gotta, you gotta, yo. First of all, let's get some sexual discipline, man. You can't there sexualize we go. everything. There we go. Man. You can't, you, you can't have a female friend, right? Okay, she's a gorgeous woman. She has a nice body. Okay, fine. So you're not gonna be friends because your mind looks at her as a sexual object. Then having a female friend is the problem. The problem is you being over sexualized. Yep. Discipline yourself, beloved. Uh, he ain't doing that, son. Then, then, that then you're always going to have a problem. If you can't discipline yourself to be cordial with a female, you're always going to have some kind of problem relationship with But there are probably a whole lot of people that was in the comments like, yeah, man, I can't do that. Yep. Probably some women yep. that say they don't allow their man to do that. Bro, this is the problem with this. <clears throat> These motherfuckers let... They let him give advice on how men should treat women and on how women should treat men and how they should hold back this and not do this. But him himself cannot be friends with a woman because he's afraid that he's going to fuck her. That's what he's pretty much saying. That's not pretty much. That is what he said. That's what he's saying. Exactly what he said. Yep. <clears throat> and like you said a few minutes ago, bro, have some sexual discipline. Why Why do you see yourself want, like, that 99.9%, .9%, that's some bullshit. I have some very close friends that are women that I've never had sex with and never even thought about having sex with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Never, not once. You know what I mean? The women that you want to have sex with, you already know those. You already know who they are. You already know what it is. And you already through you they know you know because you done threw that you done threw your your uh, your reel and rod right at their ass. Let them know, hey, whenever you ready, I'm ready. We can play friends for yeah. right now, but whenever you ready to get busy, I'm over here ready to get busy. But then there's girls that's literally that's the homie. That's all it is. That's all it's gonna be. I don't care how good she look or how or, or whatever. It is what it is. I just hate that Steve Harvey and some of these guys like a like a Derek Jackson and even um even um oh boy what's his name <clears throat> Kevin Samuels this is so easy to create a platform to just tell people what they what you what they want to hear and you can build your wealth off of that Yeah okay yeah it's ridiculous bro
Yeah, until until you get canceled for saying something that opposes what you originally standed on. Right, right. I. Then the game is over. I. Um. Derek Jackson. Yeah, then the game is over. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? You've been exposed. And it's not hard to be exposed because everyone is watching everything you do. They're everything. watching everything you put on. Everything. They're listening to everything you say. Yep. And whenever you're out there in public, they're taking pictures. They're watching who you're with. Yep. And that side chick eventually is going to put you on blast because you can't keep a side chick for so long. Quiet. It never fails. They always do. Yeah, hey, it's all the time. That's why I don't All the time. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got a female friend I consider like a sister to me, man. When she got her nursing degree, I was dead. When she got married, I was dead. See. But I've never been alone with her in her home. She's never been alone with me in my home. We meet out in public places, we talk on the phone. Right. So I, I don't know what he's talking about. And we have deep conversations that you would have with a female. Sometimes you need a female's perspective to keep you grounded. Yep, I agree. Sometimes our sense of reality as a man sometimes is- It's a little jaded. It's a little it. jaded. It's a little jaded, yeah. Yeah, and it's not that it's a conversation you can have with your wife. Sometimes it's just further perspective. Yep, I agree. Sometimes I like to hear what a woman thinks about certain topics. And sometimes even on Instagram, in, in my comments, I mean, in, in my DMs, I hit certain people that I know that I'm calling you with, and I ask certain questions just to get different ideas, whether it's a topic for the show or just get other people's perspectives. Because, you know, you need that. Yeah, you do. You, know, you need that. You do. You need that. And some people don't even know how they think about something until you ask them that question. I agree. And female friends, a lot of times, give you that perspective. Sometimes the female friend will show you you're wrong at home. Yep. Without you telling them what's going on at home. Just in general, she'll bring up something. You'll be like, oh, okay. Yep. It make you think about it. Like, you know what? I get yeah, I can, do, I can do better with that one. I can do better now. But that 99.9%, nine, that nine nine man, go ahead, man. Chill yep. with this. I don't know, man. It's just, once again, it's that over-sexualized situations, over-sexualized commentation. And it don't make any sense, man. But a lot of that is from brothers that ain't used to getting women. They just started getting women when they started making money. I've said you know that I mean? before. I've said that before. Yeah. If you used to get women just straight off your face, you know, like back in the days, you off only got women card. off your face. Yep, off your face card. Off the face card of the mouthpiece. Nobody was yep. thinking about no bread. Everybody was broke when you was a kid. Yep. Yeah, a little bit of change. <laughs> but it wasn't really much of that. You had to put a whole lot of money out there. Nope. You know what I mean? You can go, you can go buy a chick a number two, supersize that joint, and you kill it. Yo, she loved you for life. She don't buy a pair of sneakers. Oh, she, y'all, she in love. <laughs> she in love now. My baby got me these. But yeah, that's what some of these guys are, bro. I don't understand it, man. Steve Harvey's. But it's, it's popular. It's popular. It's just like if you have a podcast and you're speaking about real, real shit. It's like medicine for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? It's a fast food mentality. And social media is mostly fast food. People love fast food. It's definitely mostly fast food. You know what I mean? Like, the most popular female podcast is always a woman that's either talking about sucking dick or treating a man wrong or, you know what I'm saying, gold digging <laughs> or some kind of thought-like shit. God damn, dog. I didn't know you was going to step out there with that Shit. That's the truth. That podcast going to blow all day. Yeah, I mean, you're right. But if a woman, if a woman comes out there talking about being a woman and maintaining a family, things of that nature, it's not going to blow up that fast. If it does, it it's going to be a slow cooker. You're right. Shit. Nobody likes a level of accountability. That's men or women. Nah. Nobody likes it. Nope, they don't. And nobody wants to listen to a podcast that's trying to hold them accountable Hell. unless they're already a grounded person. Right. Oh no, they talking that they talking that good shit. I don't I wanna listen to this goofy I wanna listen shit. To this bullshit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta mix up the goofy shit with the medicine. Yep. I agree. And make it taste a little better. <laughs> so you gotta then even 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 in life you gotta balance it out, man. You can't be serious all the time. You gotta have your laughs or whatever, man. But you know. Steve Harvey has a major platform, just like Kevin saying, we just like the Jackson dude. I mean, Jackson got exposed. I don't know if he's gonna come back from that or how he's gonna come back he from that. He's been trying. Give me a little post here and there. I hope his nine to five is pretty good. I mean, he probably got some business to start up by now. I guess I would assume. I hope so. Maybe man. some real estate or something. I don't know because he he was on top of the game for a minute. Yeah, he was. Man, he fucked it all up. Whatever the fuck he did. Yeah, we all we all knew he was capping though, man. I didn't say we all knew. You and I knew he was. It's a, you yeah, the fellas knew he was capping for a long time. But. Hey, man, the, se the season of the Panda Bear is almost officially over. It's almost. It's almost over, boy. You ain't going to be at the Panda for totally long, over. son. You ain't going to be at the Panda for long. You know what I mean? You're going to have to tighten up. 
But no one's trying. I gotta got say this. This no. is crazy to me. Okay, hold on. Let me when we're pause. talking about that ninety-nine. Let me pause. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. When you talk about that ninety-nine point nine percent, it just makes me think of when you're talking to a woman, uh-huh. and y'all get to that point where y'all really transparent with each other, right? And then she tells you how many guys that you know personally tried to holler at her that are boyfriends of one of her female friends. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So this woman brings you around her female friends because that's her circle. So everyone can meet her man. She's excited about her man. Right. And your man is out of pocket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody tells you he's out of pocket, you're not going to believe it. You're going to swear every woman's trying to take your man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not to say that to say, when we talk about the over-sexualized male, that's what they identify us with, that guy. Yeah, yeah. It's always you bring that. your girlfriend around, mm-hmm. she's gonna be trying to fuck him. It's always Come that on, one thing. How corny are you part. to try to mess with? But how corny are you? You messing with your girlfriend's friend? Yeah, that's super You think corny, that's gonna work? It's always that one guy that does that shit, though. The sad part. The sad part is it's always that one guy that you know your home your homegirl has that. It's always that one dude where you know in your home girl in your girl's crew, her like it's and your girl, like your girl's crew, she always got that one girlfriend that has a man that wants to fuck every girl within the crew. You know what I'm saying? And we know that one guy that don't matter what girl it is, and they got a committed, they in a committed relationship, he still want to go fuck a bunch of women, don't matter where they at, and and didn't use you as the alibi every time. It's crazy to me because. I just stop they just let me use use me as their alibi. I was like, nah, fam. We not, I'm nah, not I, don't, I don't. That, that's some that's some high school. I shit. did it one or two times, we're, but other than that, like, nah, we're not doing that, fam. Yo, we all have urges. We all see a beautiful woman. We all see a shapely woman. Everyone has fantasies. Everyone has dreams. Whatever. Right. But to act upon those desires, right, right. and put those into action, bro, you're different. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Your friends. This woman is friends with your girlfriend, and you're taking a shot when your girlfriend is in the bathroom? Yeah. That makes sense to you? No, it does not. <laughs> Come on, man. That's, what are we crazy. doing? That shit is nuts. So you're willing, you're willing to risk a committed relationship, a person you're living with, whether married or not. And this, this has happened with some people I know. You live with this person. You're willing to risk losing that by hollering at women directly hollering at women with her in the room. You're willing to risk it all to see if this woman has sex with you one time. The sad part is, man, a lot of these women, a lot of these girls got homegirls that will fuck every one of their men. Or then def- you got to question that woman, right. too. Why are you hanging around these kind of people? Because that's, that's another thing. If you got a homegirl and you like, and say, say E, me and E, my wife, she got a homegirl. I have sex with her homegirl. I am, I am just at blame for the action as a homegirl is. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit is trash. Your homegirl shouldn't even want to fuck me, and I shouldn't be wanting to fuck your homegirl. But your homegirl damn should, should want to have sex with me. That's supposed to be your, your partner. Yeah, but you're, you're her responsibility, though. Right. But yeah, it's, it's, it still goes both ways. But yeah. you have a responsibility at that point. Exactly. Yeah, I am. I am. I am my wife's responsibility. But at the same time, your friend is trash too. Well, we've all had trash friends. We yep. just didn't know it. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and then a lot of times, you know, the person that messes with your wife is somebody that knows you. That's damn near all the time. And then as soon as your relationship get bad, she makes it public that she's with this guy. Yep. And you're looking like, oh, shit. Right. Now, the whole time. He, he, he helping her yeah, he, he move her stuff out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you argue, she ready to move out. And in your mind, you're thinking, where's she going? She ain't going nowhere. Then this nigga comes and helps her move out. Yep. And you looking at him and like. you sitting there like. Yeah, like. Nigga, you just oh. beat out. Look, I'm not the. I'm normally not the guy that's going to go after the guy. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we fighting, nigga. But yeah, we fight. We we box. You come, you come out, you come to my house to move anything, nigga. Nah, we ain't boxing. Nah, we fight. Yeah, fuck that boxing. <laughs> boxing is a 
Boxing is a sweet science. Right, right, right. Nigga, right. we bought the we bought the rumble. <laughs> I'm with you there, brother. We definitely should go rumble, dog. Ain't gonna be no boxing, nigga. Nah. Nigga, I'm coming straight at your ass, man. And we, I'm tearing up everything. Everything. Exactly. I'm going for the legs first, cause once you go that ground, I'll be ground and pound, yeah, ground and pound. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be MMA thumping. Yo, ain't nothing, nothing she's gonna be able to do. She gonna be able to get me oh, off. Shit, I'm gonna be on your ass like white on rice, boy. You shit. call the cops, I'm gonna say, he don't live here. Nope. He's an intruder. Why he in my house? He's an intruder. Definitely an intruder. And what, 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 what's your wife gonna say? Or soon to be ex wife? He's with me. What? what? I, it's my house. Right. <laughs> Now, nah, bitch, I need to go upside your goddamn head. No, nah, that shit, that shit real though. Yeah, that is that real. shit real. Man. I wouldn't know what to do with that shit, bro. So I just stay out of it, man. I'm gonna play this. Oh, it was kind of based off of what we were just talking. Sex, y'all should be dating with the intentions of understanding who it is that you're going on a date with, bro. Like, I'm listen, y'all, y'all shouldn't want to have sex with everybody too. What's wrong? Like, what's up? You know the problem? Y'all too damn horny, bro. No sexual discipline. That's the problem. No sexual discipline, bro. You out here just trying to sling dick everywhere, bro. Chill out. Relax. Feel the vibe. You don't always got to go straight to sex, bro. Y'all got to relax. Have some discipline. I'm going to have to agree with the young fella, man. Sexual discipline. Yeah, that was a dope clip. That clip was hard. <clears throat> Yo, sexual discipline is key, man. You got to have some sexual discipline. I mean, just jumping right. We don't have to acquire that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes time. It takes time. It ain't nothing that you you fucking figure out. You know what I mean? But you need to be figuring it out. You know what I mean? Like, goddamn. Well, we you have this kind of mentality, and then it kind of leads to people having children too soon and then getting married too soon, because everything is based on just something sexual. Right. You know what I mean? It leads to it. That's why 41% of marriages, 41% of first marriages end in divorce. Right. That's true. Because men, mar- men are marrying women because the sex is good. Hmm. And she looks good. Right. They didn't take the time to get to know her that usually happens during the dating phases. Right. They just they just jump right into stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? They, don't, they never realize how they both resolve conflicts. They never realize can they argue and agree to disagree. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's a really a lack of commitment. Even though they have a committed relationship, there's a lack of commitment because they're not committed to nothing. Hmm. Everything is just physical. Hmm. It's physical and it's convenient, but how long does that last? It doesn't last. It's like a high. Right. It's like a high. So you have to have sex again to get that high. And the high goes down, you gotta have sex again. Sex is the only thing that keeps them grounded. Besides that, they can't stand each other. Right. And unfortunately, that's, I'm not gonna say the norm, but unfortunately it happens way too often. It does happen way too often. You know, and then some of them are only happy really when they're apart. Mm. The woman can't wait to leave the house to go hang out with her girls. When she comes home, either she's having sex with that man or she's miserable as a motherfucker. You got a lot of men. They got to hang out with the fellas. They got to go to the bar. They got to go to the club. And you wonder why you see married men all out all the time. I'm not saying there's something wrong with married men going out. But married men that's going out every weekend, to me, is weird. Yeah, it's weird. But they do that because that's the only time they're comfortable. When they're at home, they're not comfortable unless they're having sex with their wife. They're not comfortable at the dinner table. They're not comfortable if the woman wants to have a conversation. Hmm. Or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So when we talk about the black family, we have to have some accountability with that too because we're building families with no structure. None whatsoever. You're right. Now, everything begins with sex. When you see a woman, oh, man, I want to hit that. It begins like that. It does. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're fucking creatures. We're fucking creatures. We are. Sex. I mean, shit, it's the thrill of the hunt. It's the thrill of the hunt, man. Yeah, we're, we're fucking savage. But when it comes to the, the reality of it, when you step on that court and the lights are shining, when the game starts, it has to be more than that. Right, right. It definitely has to be more than that. You know what I mean? It has to be more than that. And and it's it's it's, it's time out for the misinformed. It's time out for the miseducated. Bro, there's so much information out there. There's so many different things you can do to build up your mind, build up your spirit to where you're more you know, conducive to the foundations you need to set to build a family. I mean, it's just, people love to say, well, my father was this way or my uncles was this way. I was always taught to do this or whatever. I mean, bro, you 40. Right, right. You seen that shit don't work. It didn't work for them, it's not working for you. It doesn't. It gets to a point where you make a choice to be a certain way. Right. 
know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is what men do. Nah, it's not really what men do. Had a guy tell me at work, yo, would you hit that? And I'll be like, nah. Nah, man. You like, nah, you can't. Nah. Ain't no way you won't hit that. And you won't hit that? I'm like, no, bro, really, I won't. And my thing is this too. If I would if I if I would hit that, I'm not gonna tell you. Exactly. It's none of your That's fucking why I always say it's none love. of your fucking business if I would hit it or not. Motherfuckers be trying to make things their business. It's not your business. If I'm gonna tap it, I'm gonna tap it. If I ain't gonna tap it, I ain't gonna tap it. But you ain't gonna know what's gonna happen. What kills me when married when married men when married men mess around on their wife, they're so open with the fact that they do it or that they did it. Right. And the person that they're doing it or did it with. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're married and you're telling me you hit that? Right. For all you know, I know your wife. I just ain't tell you. I ain't say shit. I could have been that guy. Could have been that guy easily. No. You know what I mean? I could never be that guy, but you don't know that. I could have been that guy. I'm with you. That guy is out there. I know you met that guy. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is out there. Yeah. He watching you. What? You hit that shit? What? You be like, they telling your girl, text. They went to high school together. You didn't know. Yup. And with social media, everybody's accessible. Everyone is accessible. As soon as they follow who your lady is, you out of pocket. People that don't even really know you might shoot a jab just because you and your wife got a podcast together, and y'all speak on having a great family structure. Somebody be like, huh? Ain't all that happy married. Yep. He did this, he did that. Or she got a work husband. I bet she he don't know. What kind of bullshit? Bro, all kind of fuck shit. Any bullshit. Fuck shit. We love to attack people that's happy, man, and find some kind of dysfunction within their happiness, which is unfortunate. We don't want to see anybody happy. We don't want to see anybody succeed. Right. And then when they do succeed, you jump on the bandwagon. Yep. And, ha- and happy that they didn't, that shit didn't work out for them like you wanted it to. But that's, well, they but, pray for your downfall. Yeah. They pray for your downfall. It's no different that. from us doing this podcast and shit really pop off on like a major scale. People going to be waiting for us to fall off. Oh, yeah. Quick. Or, or, get, or get mad at each other. Yeah, quickly. Quickly. Yeah, that's... I mean, I mean that's shit, the they're paying on the downfall, downfall now. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. You know what I mean? They're praying on the downfall now, man. But, you know, we're not, we going to keep shining like we know how it do. You know what I mean? Shit, fuck them. That's how I say. Fuck them. Fuck them. You know what I mean? Oh, most definitely. I don't care. Don't give a fuck about none of that shit. You know what I mean? So, shit. Who gives a fuck, man? So, what else, man? What, else, nah, what you got? What you got over there? I mean, oh, we missed some things from last man. time. Your man Charles Oakley Wilder, too. Your man Charles Oakley Wilder. I just want to say that, bro. Oh, about the uh everything. Nigga <laughs> yeah, about everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything I've been seeing him on TV has lately has been a bunch of hate. He's just been hating left to right. Charles Barkley. This, well, old school that. old school basketball old school basketball players are the same as old school rappers. They just don't like anybody. You know what I mean? Saying Giannis would be a six man. That's some I, bullshit. I don't, I don't know. Dog, Giannis Dog. In Charles Oakley era, it was probably only two people as big as Giannis Antetokounmpo, like muscle-wise. Giannis ain't no little dude. So just to say back somebody- then, Back then, he would have been built like that, though. We, we can only, my thing is this, we can only go off of them saying him currently playing in that era. Well, Charles Oakley couldn't play in this era. Now, hell no. Charles Oakley. So what is he talking about? Charles Oakley. <laughs> Charles Oakley wouldn't even been in the NBA in this era. That's my point. So you're, you're taking jabs for no Giannis reason. Giannis could be in the NBA in his era. No, Giannis is a different kind of guy. He would have developed into something. I think he might have. Um, he would have been a more offensive-minded Dennis Rodman back then. Because I mean, Giannis can't defend. Still a Hall it's of just, now he's just Now he's a superstar. Still, still, yeah, still a Hall of Fame talent. So what is he talking about? Yeah. Only reason why I'm saying, let me, let me clear what I'm saying. Only reason why I say he'd be offensive Dennis Rodman is because his wingspan, his ability to move laterally, they would have really focused on his defensive abilities back then. Right. But he can score. And he wouldn't have been like Rodman not wanting to shoot. He yeah. wouldn't have been doing that. Nah. 
And he wouldn't have averaged like 15, 16 points a game either, but he would have been a more complete player. And he would have been a shutdown defender, no doubt. So if you'd have saved you a six man, no. That nigga would have been one of the best threes in the league. He's still seven feet tall. Yep, still seven feet tall. <clears throat> Mad waistband, he can guard anybody from the two to the five. Yep. So, yeah, he capped Nah, he wouldn't have been going through the middle dunking on people like that, but nobody did. No one did that, though. Except, well, for, Sean Kemp. Except for Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp was very high in the air. Right. And he was forceful as fuck. Right. Then again, I can't say. I was say. about to say, there we go. Okay, okay, there we go. Okay. There we go, I can't say. Okay, because Giannis he be, is forceful he be as doing fuck. It, listen, he wouldn't be doing it as easily, but he still would have caught some bodies. A bunch of You can't say he wouldn't catch bodies. Yup, he would have caught a bunch of Shit, Jordan's small man. as hell. Jordan caught a lot of bodies. Yeah, Oakley hates everybody, man. I can see. Other than MJ, because he been sucking MJ dick for, for a couple weeks too, man. He been sucking MJ I, dick. God. You know it, dog. You know it. He been God the great yeah. Nick Charles nice. Oakley been dick sucking Damn. Jordan every time I every time I hear that man talk. Shit, do you listen to you on a playback? Bro, yes, I do, man. <laughs> what the hell? Dog. God damn. What did he, he say about Charles Barkley? He said, yo, Charles Barkley can't come back in the inner circle no more. We don't want him over here, man. You know, the MJ inner circle. I'm like, look at him sucking dick, bro. He's just over there deep throating the hell out of damn Jordan, bro. Stop it. God. <laughs> that's, that's, that's his man. Yo. He over here dick sucking hard, son. Stop I mean, he was there, he was the enforcer. He took care of his superstar player. Alright. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just, I just wasn't ready. Right. I was I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. You may forget what I was gonna say. I wasn't ready, man. That nigga out here doing better than girls out here. He guac guac four thousand at MJ. He doing better what 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 Mary J. Blige could have done to him. Yeah, they got MJ on there. Got a nice little grip. Hey, do you blame Mary? Mary, no, Mary's a beautiful woman, man. When you get past your fifties and you can still look like that, man, that's highly commendable, bro. Yeah. Like Mary J. Passed most men. Yeah, Mary J. Passed fifty. You sure? Mary, Mary J. Older than me, man. But that don't mean she passed fifty. If she older than me, nigga, she passed fifty. <laughs> I don't know why you don't think she passed 50. I'm not saying she passed 50, but you were making it seem like she was 60 or some shit. I said past 50. I didn't say she was 60. Oh, yeah, you're right. She's you're right. 51. Yeah, all right, I just looked. I know up. she older than me. I remember when she came out. Look, let me let me ask you this question before we wrap it up, man. I saw this piece. All right. I meant to send it to you. I don't know if I, don't know if I sent you the video. It was speaking on how people are controlled, mm. right? And it made me think about my parents a lot, man, because he used the uh, the two pieces he used was they frighten people. That's yep. what the news always does. They try to scare people. Yep. And he said, demoralizes them. And that's what a lot of times, you know, media outlets do. You know, they frighten you, they demoralize you as a people. And people watch these outlets all the time. Yep. That's their level of information. Yep. That's the only information that's they have. That's why Fox News has such a, a vast yeah. uh, followership and they, Spew some of the most trash news you can ever think of. Yeah, but this is a white guy that said it, and what he said was, "Educated people are hard to contain. They want you to remain fearful. They want you to stay demoralized. They want you to be uneducated. They want you just to be misinformed." And to hear a white guy say it, I mean, and he basically giving, laughed about it. He's just giving you the blueprint. No, but he laughs about it. Yeah. Like, fuck is wrong with y'all? Dog, <clears throat> mm -hmm. no, my mother said away. I, I I honestly feel that's what religion does too. Don't that, doesn't that aggravate you though? Yeah, it does. Think about that. Think about religion. Like, religion it scares you. You go to hell if you don't do this, that, and the third. If you don't obey these wow. ten commandments, you go to hell. Brimstone, fire, and brimstone. But if you follow the path, you go to heaven, where the angels and clouds and uh, eternal love and light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, you piss me off. When I go to the gym once on Sunday, it was always somebody asking me, "Did you go to church today?" Yep. I'm like, "What?" <clears throat> yep. Uh huh. What are you talking about? Yep. So that's what the news does. The news hits you. If you watch the news, even local news, 
they give you five. Boom, boom, boom. Someone was shot on this block. Someone was stabbed on this block. A child was kidnapped on this block. Now, police um, in court um, for um, 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 not giving um, a black person his rights or killing a black person. And then they go, oh, then they hit, hit you with a quick story. Over here on, on um, let's just say in our area, over here in um, downtown Raleigh, we get to speak to a, um, a young man that's creating hope for everyone in the area. He also has a nonprofit. So they give you five joints of someone deaf, kill, scare, yeah. stay in your house, COVID-19, and then give you that one glimpse of, Oh, this young man, man, that was awesome. He's over there doing something good. That's, that, your mind triggered. Look how well he's doing. But I bet not go outside because I might get stabbed in COVID-19 from getting stabbed. But you know, um, local news is in tune with gentrification also. Oh, yeah. Because now I'm not saying Durham is good. We all know Durham got this wild out shit going on. But if you watch the news, they make sure you know niggas is getting killed in Durham. But not as much, though. They they only tell you about certain things. Though I was in Durham <clears throat> a couple days ago. I went to go no, no. What I'm saying, not to cut you off, but I'm saying they built the foundation of oh, you yeah. thinking Durham is fucked up. Yeah. But now they're here. They're here now. Yeah. They here all over Durham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gentrification. Oh, I mean, shit. You know where my mother stays at. Go around the corner, yeah. it's gentrified like a motherfucker. On her block. That's, 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 that's where I was going. On her block. On her block. It's even worse. A dude bought a house across the street. Cleaned it up. House looks The house looks great. White dude. Yeah. Now somebody else is buying a house up the block. Someone's buying another house. Yeah. Yeah. I say this with Durham. They don't advertise everything with Durham. My brother and I, we, um, I went with my brother to an event in Durham. Now, I, just, I stopped by his crib, just real brief. And then him and I went over to this. Um, He went to go drop something off to someone. So I go with him. I'm driving my Challenger. He driving his white old school, sitting on these big ass rims. We both white carred up. We pull in, we park. He do what he had to do, but then we sat out there and we talking. I know a couple of the guys from him. I saw this car pass by. So I come back by again, same car. Then I saw it come back by and slow, and it was with another car. I told my brother, I said, hey, let's, let's get going. He was like, all right, cool, let's go. As soon as I sit, heard that, I heard a da 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 couple people screaming. I did not see that shit on the news. They don't advertise everything. Because they advertise oh, they don't the care about the <clears throat> Nope. They advertise the McDougal shit. Dog, that the, the shit that, that they, was the plan. That was the plan. I told my wife that. I said they Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's always a plan behind that shit. They purposely putting that McDougal shit out in the open because they threw, they threw this shit out real quick, too. And I don't know a lot of people saw that. They said, oh, yeah, we either thinking about renovating it or or um, tearing it down and, and move, relocating everyone. Um, then real quick, we're going to sell it to a private investor and, and let them fix it. And then they switched it. And they said that shit so quick. We're going to sell it to a – they thinking about selling it to a private investor – and letting them um, do the renovation so it don't fall on the housing authority. And then they went straight back to all the issues in Madugal when it comes to the, um, to the, when it comes to the, um, the, the, what's the shit called? When it comes to all the infestations and all that stuff. I said, damn, I told my wife, I said, did you catch that? She's like, what? Did you hear when they said they was gonna sell it to a private um, an, um, investor? She's like, no, they said that. I said, let me rewind it. Because you know we can rewind TV. I rewinded it. And she said, oh, shit. I said, yeah. They threw that that's shit a, out there super quick. That's a crazy feature, too, by the way. They said, super quick, huh? That's a crazy feature, too, that now we can rewind TV. Oh, yeah, that's I love crazy. that shit. Yeah, you can rewind live TV. <laughs> and then hit the that button to go back to live. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I told crazy. her. I said that. I said, yo, see? I said, see how they, how they fucking threw that shit out there real quick? They had planned. Yeah. I said, that's prime real estate. Where that place is located at, they clear that shit out. That's going, one, it's going to stop all, in the, all of the crime and shit in that area. Let's keep it real. But Dougal Terrace has been horrible. You know what I'm saying? And for everyone that's listening to the podcast, you may not be from our area, um, part of North Carolina that we live in, but Madougal Terrace is a um, project home. So it's project low-income housing, but the problem is with Madougal Terrace, it's been a lot of shootings for years, a lot of killings, drug um, infestation 
heavily in that in that area. Drug and crime infestation is very heavy in that area. And to be honest, they kind of do need to tear this shit down. But the problem is, they're not going to tear it down and rebuild um, proper um, um, low-income housing. They're going to tear it down and build high-rise or big houses because the area is in a prime location. It's close yeah. to downtown. Mm-hmm. It's close to downtown Durham. It's close to um, um, the highway. What's what's the highway to to what to what's that highway right there? Um, Five hundred one or something like that. I don't know what's that highway oh. right there, but it's I, right I, right, I, it's I, right I, up I, the street from your house. The highway is not far from your yeah. crib. It's right there. So one forty seven. One forty seven. Yeah, Durham Freeway. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's close to Durham Freeway. So it's an easy teardown. You tear down Maduka Terrace, build up um, proper homes and lodging because of the growth that's going on in Raleigh, North Carolina, the growth that's going on in Raleigh where a one a, a fucking one bedroom apartment is going for fucking 1500 to rent a house that's fucking two bed three bedrooms, two and a half bath at 284 um uh 284,000 was was almost seen by 100 people. They had flocks of people outside to look at the house and to make a bid without even viewing the home. Yeah, that's how they get people. Yeah. I they don't even know Clayton. if they're moving into. Bro, I live in Clayton. We're planning on moving to Atlanta. Right now, our house, I can rent this shit out for seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars Yeah. Seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars I ain't going to tell you what my mortgage is because my mortgage is nowhere near that. But I can rent it out for seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars. I can literally make a profit every month on renting out my. If you got, house. If, if, if you got people moving in at eight ten, be shit. That ain't a bad lit. No, nah, it ain't a bad lit. Oh no, we gonna we gonna vet. But that's the issue. We are gonna vet whoever we move in this month. Man. We gonna vet like a month. That's the yeah. That's that's the issue with uh with tenants. That a lot of people have people just be tearing up your shit. Yeah, we are gonna vet it. We are gonna vet like a motherfucker. Okay. Oh yeah, but you know, it just—it's just weird, man. The gentrification side of things is growing heavily. Um, it is. Yeah, same. When I moved, when I moved out here in my townhomes, man, it was maybe one white family. Now, shit, it's at least eight. Dog, eight out here. You got how many bedrooms in your joint? A two. Two. You got two, two and a half bath. Yeah. You can rent your shit out right now. And probably make fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars a month. Right I know. There. I'm trying to think. Do I do I want to rent it or do I want an Airbnb? I don't know. I, huh? yeah, depending on your location. That's the thing, though. I don't I mean, know if this is a good location for Airbnb. Yeah, especially for Durham. If you was closer to you know Duke, if you was closer to Duke, hell yeah, that'd be that. I mean, I ain't far from Duke, but my thing is, you know, you get some of them Duke students and shit. The parents that got bread. Yeah. I mean, I would in conjunction with the university. I'll check it out and see. Put that shit on Airbnb to test it. Yeah, but you know, dealing with the only thing about dealing with them students, man, students don't take care of shit. Oh no, they not dealing. Anybody that's Airbnb and they ain't gonna take care. Whatever you do, there's a chance people don't take care of it. So you just gotta figure out how you wanna make it happen. You just gotta allocate those funds. If you rent it, you know you charge an X amount of dollars. You know at least, you know. Per month, you need to put three hundred to the side for potential dysfunction tears. You know, a lot of these Airbnbs got cameras in them. Um, yeah, but they're not supposed to. It's illegal. Yeah, but they do it. So if something gets tore up, they look back to the footage. Yeah, it's illegal though. You can actually get sued for that. As someone I've that owns that, an Air, as someone that owns an Airbnb, you can get sued for that. Now your doorbell. No, camera, but I, I know your doorbell camera is a different owned- story. Okay, I know that, but I know someone that said they would put a, they would put a camera in the living room, like the main common area, and but not the bedrooms in the bathroom. Your ass can get sued for that. I mean, it's a chance people take. <laughs> That's true. It's definitely a chance you can take. I the mean, way they make cameras now, it's hard to get caught. Some of these cameras are fucking teddy bears. Oh, I know. I got a small one. Cameras in a long club. Uh, I got cameras in glasses. Um, yeah, cameras in the clock on the wall. Now they might move that clock uh, on the wall. Little, <laughs> little Sean, when he was young, he he kept saying he had a, a um a teacher at the the school he was going to that was harassing him. We sent him to school with a um a pendant 
on his shirt. Like it was like a regular, it looked, it matched everything else that he was wearing. And it had a camera in it. I filmed this whole day. When he got home, I took the SD card out and I looked at it. Fucking MacGyver. Filmed this whole fucking day. Yep, it can go down. Charlie Brown. A whole lot of sex. A whole lot of sex tapes made with that day. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Nasty boy. Nah, and I didn't do that shit. I would never do that. Not a, not a, not against no woman's um will and um I'm married, so I just okay. cut I just cut my phone on. I just cut okay. my phone on for my wife. She know what time it is. She can get right in the damn acting. Ready to go. So she see the lights, Nothing camera, action. She like, oh, it's go time. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's funny. Some women see that camera, they love it. And some women see it, it's like, oh, no, I ain't doing that. Ooh. Right. It's a bunch of chicks that don't. Everybody's different. Won't do it. You know what I mean? They'll send you some titty but, shots, yeah. but they won't. They ain't going to bother get naked with their face on that camera. I mean, do you care? No, you ain't got to show your face. I mean, okay. <laughs> I, I ain't showing my face. Oh, all right. I'm not really here for the face, no way. Yeah, right? You ain't heard me. You ain't got to put your face on it. Shit, you can put a fucking sack on your head. I don't care. You're stupid as hell, man. I'm not fucking with you, man. You got anything else you want to ask? I don't want to. Nah, man. We, we, we good. We caught up with everything just about, man. Yeah, yeah I think we you got know, everything, um, man. It's our Tuesday episode. Yeah, apologies for missing the one episode. Kind of felt like something was missing on my car ride to work. Oh yeah, I did, bro. I did feel funny, son. Yo, I want to. Um, that's why I usually listen to it. I want to bring on another guest though, but I'll, I'll bring it up too. We'll talk about it once we um clock out. All right, all right, man. So this is the Black Male Podcast. TS is who I am. Trey Dot is who I am. This motherfucker made me sick, man. Yo, check out the Black Male Podcast every single Tuesday and Friday on the God What You Need Podcast Network. You can catch it on Spreaker, or you can go to um, Apple Podcasts or um, Spotify or, um, I believe, Amazon Podcast as well to check out the podcast, man. Enjoy us. Check us out. You know, we like to have fun. Um, and follow us on social media, man. You can follow me at TS is who I am, and you can follow him at I don't know which page you promoting, bro. Hey, man, whatever page you can get to, Boss Trey Dot, talk to him, Trey Black Mail, yeah. Boss Trey. There we go. Take a pick. Yep. One of them gonna be okay. One gonna work, man. IG keep fighting me. Yep. Go to his Twitter. How about that? That might work a little bit better. For me, you can hey, follow me on Twitter, all platforms. Twitter, boy, straight down. Always working. Because I'm good on all platforms. But, you know, him, he's a little, you know, he's a little controversial. I'm getting paid from Instagram, so I'm, I decided to act right. All right, guys. Peace. All right.